solemnly swear that I am up to no good. Bum, bum, ba, bum, 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 bum. Chapter 9 The Woes of Mrs. Weasley. Welcome to another episode. I'm Molly. I'm also Molly. No. Well, if you can mix it up, I can. You have to say, I'm Alex. Who's that? (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to another episode. I'm Tonks. I'm Lupin. (laughs) And this This is Potter Watch. I panicked, chose a name. Are we married now? (laughs) When weren't we? Um, okay. My Chapter nine. <laughs> I was just about to Sh- jump into notes. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing chapter nine, The Woes of Mrs. Weasley. Okay, what did you rename it? <laughs> just to bring things down a little bit. <laughs> I renamed this chapter, Those We've Lost and Those We Would Hate to Lose. Oh, no. Oh, that's... It was Those We've Lost and Those We Hate to Lose. That is an excellent rename. Thank you. Mine's not that good. <laughs> A prefect perspective. I like it, actually. <laughs> I really like it the alliteration. It's very J.K. Rowling. Huh? I love fucking alliteration. I'll, I almost love, all... <laughs> I love alliteration. No, I, I love it too. That's why I love all your yeah, renames, because yeah. I'm really a huge fan of alliteration. It felt kind of like a JK title. It did. Um, okay, what happens in this chat? Oh, let me just pull up a 575 for you. Um, a Malfoy sighting. A grim look at the order. Molly's darkest fear. Rough. Rough. Rough indeed. But again, very fact-based. Um, a badge of honor, photographs of the fallen, worst fears understood. Oh my goodness, Molly. Coming out swinging. Coming out swinging. I mean, your middle line just, I feel like, took a little bit out of me. (laughs) I mean, hello, your rename. Oh, wow. Okay. It's a dense chapter. It's dense? (laughs) Is it hot? No, it's, but it's a great chapter. I will say, um, because I gave so much crap to the other chapter before, I felt like this was the extraneous detail, you know, like we didn't have to go into all of the detail. Like a lot of what happens in this chapter, some of it is like kind of mundane, like around the burrow. Um, But some of these moments are moments that are character building fundamentally for me like things that when I think about certain characters I think oh I remember this moment about them and also just like the dinner table Mm -hmm. yeah and I I just I'm so desperate for more information on all of these characters I love it so 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 much yeah um yeah. I'm glad you feel that way. Because, like, this is what I always try to articulate about this book, is, like, this stuff, this character mm-hmm. stuff is so important. I mean, I, I can, there's literally not a world in which I could get more Marauders. Right. And what it's just, But also like, order. Yeah. That, that's... Like, I even love the Mad-Eye all stuff. All of it. Here, yeah. too. Yeah, all of this is great. And, it, I mean, so much is, like, overshadowed by, like, the evilness of this book, but, like, there's so many, like, hidden... I feel like they're, like, almost, like, hidden gems because they're kind of... You know, on your first read-through, you're not 
thinking about all of this stuff. Right. Because you also don't know what the order is really going to be yet um, until the end, I think. But also, I think, I feel like I remember in first read-through, I was like, oh... Like, this chapter is... Oh, yeah. I mean, I loved it because I was like, who are all these people? And, like, how do they all, like, work together, kind of? And they're all, like, at this dinner table together. Like, I don't know. I just really like it. I like any time there's, like, a big family dinner, like, in any, like, television show or movie. Yeah. Or, yeah, book, anything. Drama always goes down at dinner. I mean, there's a reason why most plays are, like, kitchen dramas. Like, family kitchen dramas. Every thing happens in the kitchen all right um my first note is arthur is such a sweetie and just a general statement that i think as much as this read through has not favored this like in-depth read through has not favored molly Mm -hmm. it has really reminded me of how much i love arthur same and i don't think and i'm i overlook him a lot yeah i'm ashamed to admit it he's like uh, my unappreciated fave. Like, I love him so much, and I don't think I've ever given him that recognition before. Yeah, I think I always kind of saw him as, like, silly, muggle-loving, mm-hmm. which I think is how his, like, kids probably see him in a lot of ways. Yeah. Or maybe not even his kids, because I do think, like, they do have a lot of respect for their dad. Like, they see him for what other people in the wizarding world don't see him. Um little correction most of his kids see him as um True. M- what most of the wizarding world accurate can't see him correction as. That bill I... hates i'm just <laughs> yeah bill <laughs> really hates his dad <laughs> they got daddy issues i got issues i mean percy is such a mama's boy anyway yeah like like regardless of all that other stuff right we don't need... Ch- he's not in this chapter and we don't... Oh, he is, He is, yeah. Um, but before that, I just had a... On Umbridge again. Like, I started talking about this in the last chapter, but I just, like, don't know what to think about her at this point. And she's, like, very quiet. And I think it's... I think I kind of determined in this chapter, I was like, she must be just, like, figuring out her next move. Because she's, like, not really saying much to Harry, and she just keeps, like, looking at him, which I think is, one, creepy and weird. Um, And I just, I think she's, like, trying to figure him out. And, because I think she is assuming she's going to be the teacher, regardless of, like, when it's actually determined. Like, I think we're supposed to, well, not we as readers at this point, but I think it's assumed that she's going to take the position. And I think she's, like, getting ready I yeah, don't know. she's no. I think you're right. I think she's doing a very like. She's doing recon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Um. And I. I wonder what she finds out. Honestly, she. Okay, here's what I'm gonna do. Are you ready? I have our mission for Are this. we deep diving We're Dolores? We're going to deep dive Dolores. I mean, I was already thinking that. I, okay. But well, this is now official. It's official. It's official. We're going to deep dive Dolores. Deep dive Dolores sounds like a weird porn parody, but it's uh, not. Like Westworld. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. That's what I think of when I think of Dolores now. Oh, well, that's a better way of looking at it. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it's she's a fascinating really cool character in the sense of like I've never gotten there 
I th- I think that's why this was such a revelation to yeah. me because I've never gotten past blinding hate. Right, not like cool and like uh, she's like Bill cool, but like no, the no, way no, I, that J.K. Rowling wrote her. No, I know. I mean, you're talking yeah. to someone who had Snape as his favorite her favorite character for a really long time. I understand like that. I just meant like I had such blinding hate for her that I haven't been able to think about her value as an interesting villain. So I'm gonna try to. Um, yeah. Really hone in on what she's thinking, what she's doing, her motivations, and um, all of that. This, yeah. This read through. I think I'm also going to kind of think about her value to this story. Like, As why is it so important that we had her be a part of the series? Um, mm. In terms of, like, Harry's growth and development. Interesting, yeah. And Hogwarts in general, too, I think. Um, That's a really interesting point, because I, I've been wa- I was listening to this other podcast is the other harry potter podcast and they just did a bunch of like they call them ravenclaw riddles um because uh, they're both it's <laughs> hosted cute. by two ravenclaws um and it's where they answer questions by um their listeners um and one of their questions that they got was if you could change one thing about the series about that happens in harry's life what would you change and how do you think it would affect the outcome Mm. of the rest of the story? That's a great cue. It was a great question. And so I, of course, started thinking about it. And so I'm like, if Sirius had died. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So I was thinking, but for you, I was like, with that saying that, like, oh, there are people that would be like, oh, I would kill off Umbridge or like Umbridge wouldn't exist or yeah. I would, you know, I would have Umbridge not be the teacher or something like that. Um, and I think it's really interesting <clears throat> to I mean, try to think about, to keep that in mind when thinking about how would the rest of the book be affected if she wasn't the DADA teacher. I think spoiler, the number one thing is like, this is what makes Harry become a leader is in this book. Like Harry's never definitely taken the lead of anything before, even in like the previous books, I would say he didn't. Um, No, like this is huge. Like this is so important for like what he's going to have to do in the seventh one, um, which he still struggles with leading in the seventh one. But um, I mean, he just like gets his own voice and like... It's his call to arms. Yeah, Yeah, certainly. I I 100% agree. And also in this universe where J.K. Rowling writes his correct ending profession, I think it helps him find his love of teaching. Yeah, that's true. Um, Yeah, I think think it it would be interesting to think more about it, um, about her in this way. Because like, I mean, we're obviously going to get the hatred on her like we're gonna talk about that a lot too but um just to make it a little bit more interesting spots yeah yeah all right now that we've done a little prelude what other notes do you have um malfoy Thoughts, I'm on feelings. Percy right now. Oh, yeah. I um, just ignored him. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, so did Arthur, which was what my note is and how it's sad. Yeah. The end. We don't need any more on that. Um, and then, now my notes on Malfoy. And how similar he is to his son. How long did it take him to come up with Patronus Potter? Just wondering, speaking of alliteration. I bet Draco helped him. Yeah. With it. <laughs> Die. 
Dad, do you see what Harry did? Well, Potter, I... my father will hear about this. And so... I feel like it's in reverse, because Lucius would have... Lucius would have been the one to have heard about it and told right. Draco. And then Draco's like, oh, wait, let's tell my son. Wait, oh, that makes so much sense. Oh, perfect Potter. Patronus Potter. Oh, I'm going to use that one. <laughs> Is this us role-playing Lucius and Draco? Yes, they sit in their study in the manor and just have angry hate talks about Harry Potter. I'm going to tell Mother that one. Um, and then Narcissus is like, yes, yes, dear. Very funny. <laughs> so clever, my darling boy. <laughs> I'm done. Um, Malfoy does have some cojones, though, for, um, like, being so bold. <laughs> also, I hate him. <laughs> <laughs> and it's none of your business what Arthur's doing down here. Because he's like, what are you doing down here, Arthur? And then like, Harry's what? like, what are you doing down here? He's like, that's none of your business. Like, no. None, none of it's your business. You don't even... You literally don't go here. You don't go here. <laughs> I feel But, like. on JK... Plus for JK Rowling, I do like this, like... Her setting up that he's down there by the Department of Mysteries right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and Arthur plays it real cool. And this is also most likely when Sturgis Podmore gets um, the Imperius spell put on him by Malfoy, like, yeah. right now. Yeah, I think I think it's really good setup. I have that note, too. Um, and I also think, like, it's really masked well. Yeah. Like, Harry's really so angry that he's like... How could Malfoy be down here? How could he still be in good standing yeah. that you don't, like, linger too much on it? Unless yeah. you've read it, like, ten times like we have. But also, like, really good critical thinking of Harry because Harry's like, what if he's, like, Imperial St. Fudge? Like, he's, yeah. he's getting to mm-hmm. that. He's not there yet because he doesn't know about the... Um, but Harry's good at mysteries. Yeah, he doesn't know about the Department of Mysteries yet, but he's, like, putting together, like, it's not good that Lucius is here, and also, why is he down here and not up in his office? Yeah. Um, I think that's just all really good on Harry. Like, good job, bud. Good job, bub Because I, I don't have a lot of good Harry notes in this chapter. Oh. I have a letter. Oh, no. I have some good notes on him because I think he rallies. At the very end. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. There's a great line about that, but um, that's why it's called Prefect Perspective. <laughs> <laughs> Which um, is also kind of like Perfect Perspective, whatever. Um, I like that Harry, speaking of things that he does well, I like that he um, acknowledges sort of the racist perspective of the statue. Yes! Which is, like, good on you, Harry. Like, good on you. And I mean, as as the in-depth readers we are, it's also just, like, he, like a, an, an example of, like, the ministry. Like, yeah. that statue represents the ministry, which is why it breaks at the end of this book. Um, I just love all the things she yes. has this fucking fountain. It's I lo- Me too. I love this fountain. Yeah. <laughs> I love and everything it stands for. I love that everything. <laughs> yeah, I just... And I, I, and I really like this moment of Harry, like, making good on his word of, like, putting his coins in. I just, oh, yeah. it's so good. 
good. She's such a talented writer. Who allowed her? Who? She just woke up one day and was this good. Who knew? Oh, well. Now she gets her comeuppance from the internet. Huh? So now she gets comeuppance from the internet. Well, I mean, some of that's her fault. <laughs> but it doesn't um, detract from the fact that she's extremely talented. Yeah. Okay. My biggest, my always, my biggest qualm with J.K. Rowling is that she can't do... To cover it up. Right. She can't do the one thing that I feel like I have, I like really don't like the like calling out people on the internet culture that we're in. Yeah. Especially if that person apologizes and, and acknowledges that they're wrong. I am not perfect. Nobody was born work woke. But J.K. Rowling never acknowledges her fault in anything. She just she tries just so tries hard to be like, to no, I did. Retcon I did. her life. Yeah. And that is what is frustrating to me. Agreed. But I mean, I also know, like, everyone's human and it's hard for me to admit when I'm wrong. But I try to be a lot better about that because it is such a pet peeve of mine. Yeah. But, um, I, so I can't imagine what it's like to do that on a global level. Like, to try to, to right. have to admit you're wrong on a global level. Yeah. And, and especially something that's, like, kind of embarrassing. Like, it's embarrassing to be like, oh, yeah, that was racist. Right. And I, and I didn't mean to, but yes. it was. Like, I think that's, like, a hard thing to kind of cope with. Um. I think especially for a Gryffindor. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. Just down the side note, um, while we're having a brief break, Molly and I would like to take this time to ask you to leave a humble review on iTunes. It helps other people find the podcast, and we really it really makes our day to hear them. Please um, leave us a five-star review or whatever view, review you feel is appropriate, and we will read it, and we will take your suggestions at hand, because we, unlike sometimes J.K. Rowling, know how to take criticism. And we love to hear from everybody. Also, if you just want to message us, we also yeah, really love engaging, and we do respond to, to every everything, every one a month that we get. <laughs> okay. Um, is this really, quote, getting away with stuff, end quote, Ron? Like, weird answer, or weird response. I have a weird note about the we got off, he got off song, which I think, one, is inappropriate. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't think about that. All I could hear was, he got off, he got off, and I was like... Also, this is like that like immature Fred and George thing that annoyed me in that other chapter. Yes, I was about to say. I was like, I'm not sure. But it didn't bother me that much because I thought it, they were just kind of being obnoxious. It was funny, though. Yeah. It was certainly funny. It didn't bother me as much as the, but we're of age. But where, where are they? But we're of age. <laughs> Which I go into like a Kristen Wiig um, yes. voice. Yes, I was to say, it's very Kristen Wiig. <laughs> Um, surprise! I love surprises. <laughs> oh, did you mean me? You mean me? Oh, don't make me dance. No, oh, don't make me sing. But we're of age. <laughs> <laughs> As uh, always, you came to this podcast for our um, so again, spot on impression. Again, with those five star reviews, please keep in mind how much you love this. <laughs> I can bring this down. Yeah. Poor sad. Okay, good. We're on the same page. Poor sad series. I also am like a little angry at Hermione right now. 
Oh, wait, I'm not there yet. Like, I'm just, oh, that is my next note. Okay. I just had, I think, one before that. I, another, like, uh, so sad for Harry because he's like, I just wish he had looked at me. Uh, uh, uh. Um, but I think, I did say, I was like, I think Dumbledore is, like, correct in why he's doing what he's doing based on, like, what happens, like, where Harry's scar kind of goes off like an alarm bell. Like, I think that's supposed to be, like, yeah, he's starting to think about Dumbledore, and so, like, that's, like, triggering Voldemort in him or whatever. Yeah. Like, whatever reason Dumbledore has for this, like, method, like, there is some sort of thing that's, like, justified in it. It still sucks, and I still feel so bad for Harry, and I still think Dumbledore's, like, fucked up for how he's doing it, but I think there is, like, a part of me that's, like, yeah, there is, like, a a correct reason why he's doing it. Yeah. Or, like, correct reason's not the right word, but, like... You think... There's a method to the madness. Well, yeah. Like, Dumbledore knows what's happening with Voldemort inside of Harry or whatever. Yeah. Uh, that we hear about later. That I, like, always grapple with, so I'm, like, glad that we're doing this, like, deep dive of this... Of all the books, because, like, this... The end of this book... I have so many, like, I gotta work my way through it. Yeah. Like, just, it's gonna be good to talk about it. That's gonna be a long chapter. So episode. many layers. But, sorry. No, 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 you're totally fine. I just, it made me think, I've been taking um, a lot of Harry Potter quizzes lately. Um, what have you been sorted in this week? Um, I wasn't taking sorting quizzes. <laughs> I'm pretty confident in my, um, oh, oh no, I did take one sorting quiz. It was like, how much percentage are you Gryffindor and how much percentage are you Slytherin? And I answered fully honestly without like any sort of like influence of the questions. And I did get a hundred percent Gryffindor, zero percent Slytherin. Also, what a stupid quiz. I don't only have two houses. Why would you even take that? I, th I don't know. I, well, just cause I was like in a, you know, it was like when you get into a, like a spiral of doing something, I just also, kept Also like, on. that's such a, like a fan fiction quiz. Cause like, those are like the two houses. I, I know, but I, it was, I think just, I don't know. I don't know why it was those two in particular, but, um, I mean, I Slytherin is my least likely house, so it made sense that on a quiz that was like really trying to yeah. to figure that out, that I would get zero percent Slytherin. Like when it had a question that was like, "What do you think your percentages are?" and I was like, "I think I'm seventy five percent Gryffindor and twenty five percent Slytherin," and it was like, "Absolutely." Not. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all right, I'm at the serious stuff. Um, no, I had a point. <laughs> I had a point before. Oh. I got into that. Um, so you're just sharing. <laughs> I've been taking a lot of quizzes um, lately, and it's funny because a lot of the quizzes are like, you know, which is your favorite professor out of this group, or who do you like out of this group, and I keep on having to pick Dumbledore begrudgingly oh. because like if I think about it he I do really love, I love him. him I love him I love him this so this is a much. hard book for him but I'm like in this book so I'm like I guess it's Dumbledore <laughs> I mean I'm just saying like he knows he has to do this because he's gone back in time so many times he knows that this has to happen I think that's a really really great Doctor Strange theory for Dumbledore it's a great out for still loving <laughs> um no but I do I do really love Dumbledore even despite this book agreed um yes I do Dumbledore is like I also just like admire him yeah I couldn't do half the things Dumbledore does yeah. Um, I admire his intellect. I'm very attracted to his um, way of thinking. I'm very attractive to Jude Law Dumbledore. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
like Jude Law Dumbledore with the sass of last chapter's Dumbledore really would put I could me, see Jude Law would, yeah that. would put me in a tizzy because I still kind of go back and forth I don't think Jude Law is like the Dumbledore I think of but I'm not mad about him playing Dumbledore it's just like it's like very different. It's like a different series altogether. It's like not my Harry Potter. It's like a different. Interesting. I thought you loved Jude. I really like him in the movies. I think it's good. Or in the movie, I I like it. But it's not. It's hard for me to connect it with. The it's books. not as flamboyant as. I I have I do question how he got there. Like how he gets from Jude Law Dumbledore because I think Jude Law is playing this Dumbledore a lot like. Serious, not serious. Um, a lot like Remus, where it's like that's so weird. Oh yeah, I've no, never referred I, to third, him only as his first name. The the third, yeah, I I can see that. Like they're very similar, um, and I think they're clearly making that connection because they put them in the exact same set and they you know during the Boggart during scene. the Boggart scene. But like he's like very like he has like a quiet intensity and a he. He exudes a quiet power that I also is not really in the movies, but I do associate with Lupin. Yeah. And I think that's, and I think Dumbledore has that aspect of him, um, but he's not as, like, whimsical. I guess. As I expect Dumbledore to be. As, I mean, as somebody that doesn't really read fan fiction, it, the Jude Law Dumbledore feels like a fan fiction version of Dumbledore, but I'm not, like, mad about it. It's just not my version of Dumbledore from the books. Mm -hmm. It's, like, the essence is there, or, like, the base is there, but it's somebody that's kind of done their own thing with it, which yeah. is fine, and it's a completely different series, so it's, like, I'm fine with it being separate. I don't get upset about the Fantastic Beast movies in terms of, like, our Harry Potter series, because I just think they're, like, their own thing. I'm here for the ride. Whatever. I don't get as mad about them. Sometimes it's frustrating to me because they're written by J.K. Rowling when they... They um, don't connect. When they don't um, work. Just yeah. also because I always just... I always want more from the series. So the fact that it doesn't um, match up means that I can't really take it seriously as, like, canon. Um, which is frustrating. However... Um, no, I'm not, like, upset that you feel that way, obviously. Yeah. Your feelings are valid or whatever, but I, what I meant was, like, I think it's interesting that you think that, because I'm always like, oh, how would Dumbledore be younger? What is I know. the actual version It's of hard him? to think about him as younger, though. Yeah. Um, I also, and especially when we are looking at last books, last book, last chapter's description of Dumbledore's appearance... I think Jude Law is one too hot to be Dumbledore. I'm fine with him being attractive because, like... I'm fine with him being hot, but he's not described as hot. It's the suit. It's him putting his hands in his pockets. That, like, that's my vision of Jude Law as Dumbledore is him putting his hands in his pockets. And Dumbledore doesn't have pockets. Do you know what I mean? Like, yes, can you no, picture no, him putting his hands I mean, in his pockets? That's what I mean. Like, it's yeah. too... He's too cool. Yeah. He's too cool. He's not quirky enough. Yeah, he's that. He's not. Yeah, that's like, what I meant by his Like he's supposed to be a little. I think he's well liked by the magical community, but people think he's like off his rocker. Yeah, I think he's supposed to be a little ex ex eccentric. eccentric. Yeah. and he's definitely not that. Like he is full daddy D. Like, yeah, <laughs> you know, like he's a hot. He's star. got um big daddy energy for sure. Right, like Jude Law Dumbledore is not single for the next 100 years, you know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> he uh, can find any man he needs to. Let's, uh... Let's get it. We're, let's we get can bring it back. I'm track. so sorry. We're gonna... 
Hogwarts Express back onto the tracks. Yep. <laughs> you were talking about. Yes, I was a little frustrated Sirius with and Hermione. Hermione. So, um, one Hermione, you don't know who the fuck James is, so I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, that was pretty angry, but like. I, it frustrates me that Hermione jumped on this Molly bandwagon because... She's acting so much like Mrs. Weasley. Which is, like, fine. Like, clearly Ron has, like, an uh, Oedipal complex. But, um... (laughs) But I just feel as if she doesn't know enough facts about what she's saying. Right. And also, Hermione, for someone who usually and it's and it's it comes from a place of love it comes from a deep um a a place of deep like protection for harry but she's doing it in a way that's like mrs weasley where it's like way overboard like harry and like almost like wedging a wedge between him and Sirius. sirius like harry doesn't need to hear that Sirius is being irrational right now. That is not what's going to help him in this moment, which is what I think she's... I do think... The only thing I was like, yes, is when she said, like, he just doesn't didn't want to get his hopes up. Yeah. Um, Because I think that's, like... No, I think she, like, does, like, a good read of that part of the situation, but... I don't she, like her, when she's taking like the extra steps to be like, like I I agree sometimes I agree with Molly and I think that he thinks that you're James and I'm like D- you didn't know that's like that- not I hate when they keep saying that me too and then I hate at the end when it's like kind of true and I'm like oh my heart oh uh, it's annoying to me because I don't think it's really that true I don't think he treats him like he's his best friend no at all like no. in fact he doesn't they don't like chat really which makes me sad like I don't know it's just I think he definitely feels like a godfather to have right I think like he treats him more than like a father-son relationship but like not quite they're not friends I think the end is a change for Sirius like that is like a moment of change but I think it's not from Sirius's end I think it's Harry yeah showing himself to be like James and fighting alongside of him it's not Sirius seeing him differently well, it is serious seeing him differently, but it's because Harry has changed, not serious. Oh, gosh. Oh. Oh, can we just write a fucking book on this? <laughs> I would. Can we just have a podcast about this? <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, we wait. Do. No, honestly, I could ugh, I could write my full dissertation on Sirius Black. <laughs> dissertation? I don't know what, but it's on. It's on Sirius. <laughs> Masters of the Web, I don't know. But. I, I don't know, but it's about Sirius. Well, speaking of writing a dissertation, I was like, this is the book when Her- Hermione becomes a therapist. That was like my sassy yeah. now. I was like, okay, Hermione, because she does it throughout the rest of the book and the series. I'm mm-hmm. like, and Harry is always like, well, Hermione knows a lot about feelings. It's just where's, like, true. It's where's your degree? She's a woman. Yeah. But like, <laughs> I put that in quotes. Um, I mean, not that quote, Hermione is a woman, but like, because she's a woman is like ridiculous that only women know feelings. Um, but I actually don't know if her emotional intelligence, intelligence is above average. I think for evaluating other people's not her own for sure yeah for damn sure like i think she has like but i think she's she gives good advice with like the whole cho stuff like i think that's all yes, good but i think that's like average advice yeah you know what I mean? like i think hermione is brilliant but i think one of 
I don't know. I'm just not sure that like she has an above average. Like I don't think she's no, the brightest. No, but you're comparing emotional- it to Harry. And right. Ron. Exactly. Well, I feel like they have a deficiency in emotional <laughs> intelligence. <laughs> they like Hermione is average, which is still light years above yeah. them. I who mean, are she at- hangs out with two unemotional <laughs> or emotionally. Two boys that have the emotional range of a teaspoon. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I think she does fine. But, yeah, she's not, she's not, like, I mean, she's, like, her age, exactly. I think you're right. She's, like, exactly, like, a teenage girl, like, myself, who loves to give advice (laughs) on emotion. Uh, in Molly fact, went into have... a field that I yes. I identify emotions and values. So. But I think you have a high level of emotional. I hope so by now. I don't know when I was like in my youth. I mean, I didn't advice. know you then. But no, I meant like in, in my college? youth in college. Oh no, I mean maybe I was like Harry, but I was like I mean I think it. I give great. Advice. I was like <laughs> I need a therapy session with malls like. I mean, I, yeah, I think that's one of my, like, ego things, is I do think I give great advice. I mean, yeah, and, like, credit credit is due. I think it is very true. Um, I would say you have a higher level of um, emotional intelligence than Hermione does, even by the end of the series. Yeah. Um, But that's good. Like, it is, like, you're you're talented at it, and you do your job. I'm just now uncomfortable. Oh, stop. Even though I, like, brought it up. Stop. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, dear. (laughs) I don't know why I had to go into that voice. Let's just move on, Duncom. Sometimes Fred and George don't have tact. <laughs> just on topic. I just don't know. Oh, are you at the prefect? Oh, yeah. Did I skip a lot? I'm moving on. I'm on the train. I'm on the express. I have three to four notes before that. Good lord. They're quick. Okay. Um, this is just rude of J.K. Rowling when Harry's like uh, daydreaming about Hogwarts and all the great things, seeing Hagrid, playing Quidditch, strolling through the herbology greenhouses, which he never does, by the way. <laughs> um, and then all of that is taken away from him. Yep, 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 so, yep. Rude. Okay. La 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 la. Um, and then Harry has like an introspective moment, which I think is good. Good for um, him. He's like, "Oh, being at the headquarters isn't that great." And I was like, "Well, maybe you should apologize to Ron and Hermione then." <laughs> he was really mean to them. When I'm he giving first you a up. phase. I think he gave them the exact right amount. That was yeah, but he was acting like they were doing all of this like cool stuff without him, and then he realized it wasn't that cool. And I'm like, just it, just acknowledge it out loud to the people okay. you were like. Okay. you know shading on yes fair um did all of the grades get the same defense against the dark arts book that's what i was wondering i think yes which is just obnoxious i hate umbridge if that wasn't clear um lupin resigned he wasn't sacked friend and yeah I, Thank sorry, you very much. Sorry, Is this to, where you're at? I didn't now? need to yell that, but yes, that's where I'm at. <laughs> okay. They he was not sacked. He resigned. Because Forge like lists off what happened to all of them. One sacked, one dead, one memory removed, and one locked in a trunk for nine months. He resigned. You put that note back. I know. The well, there's book. a second part to it. <laughs> you could have kept it in your hand. You're about to put it back. Okay, I'll just read it now. Um, Fred and George say, we thought you were a cert. I was like, are they saying cert like how we talk? Like, 
He's V-cert. Like, I'm V-cert. He's going to be prefect. Like, is, are they just shortening certain or is cert like a real word? <laughs> I can't even laugh out loud. I've always thought that was a weird line. Like, that stuck out to I've me before. I've got to look up lingo. <laughs> cert. Just C-E-R-T. Um, I'm going to look it up, too. You don't trust my Apple device? I just didn't know what else to do. I'm I'm looking and it's not a word. Cert is not a word. I think they are. They just shortening it. Certain <laughs> men after you were a cert. Men after my own heart. I know they were like V certain. V cert. Ah, we've talked about this on the podcast, right? About how we shorten everything. Yeah. If we haven't, they know now. <laughs> Like, we deaf do it. On the pod. On the pod. We deaf do. On the cast. Um, Okay. Do it for the cast. Now I'm at the whole prefix stuff. Yeah, I think... No tact. No tact. That was a no tact moment for them. Also, just mean to run. Yeah, it was not nice. It wasn't... And then Hermione... (laughs) Are you sure? very funny but if she's so, so uncomfortable it's so funny. i like almost feel bad for her but i feel more bad for ron oh i definitely feel bad for ron but i'm also like oh god i you've just put your foot in your mouth and now you're like uh are you sure like okay i knew it would be <laughs> oh that's that's really wonderful oh wow it was but also, why were Forge, like, discussing this? They were like, we thought it would be you for cert. Like, they were discussing this amongst themselves. They talk about everything. I know, I love it. They talk about everything. Like, I don't think it's really accurate, but I think it's so cute. I think it, make, I think it makes sense. That, that they're just sitting around talking about who's going to be the prefect for their... We would do that. I don't think Fred and George would. I, I I believe I believe they're like, oh, and who do you think? Especially if it's a thing where everyone else in their family has been a prefect That's and they true. haven't. I thought they'd be like, oh, I bet it's probably going to be like... Harry. Yeah, Harry, like golden boy. You know, I think... Yeah. It, I don't know if it was a long conversation. Right. Only Molly's genuinely excited for Rod. Percy would be. Percy would be he proud. He is. He writes him a yeah, letter Percy later. Percy would be proud. Ugh, poor Ron. They just meant, like, in the room. No, I agree. Um, I have a literal laugh out loud line. Same. Ron? You're not... Ron held up his badge. Mrs. Weasley let out a shriek just like Hermione's. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. Oh, Ron, how wonderful. A prefect. That's everyone in the family. What are Fred and I? Next door neighbours? said George indignantly as his mother pushed him aside and flung her arms around her youngest son. What uh, are we next door neighbors? And every I, time. That, I, I was just about to say that. That is my exact note, is that every time this line comes up when I reread, I crack up. Same. Like, and I remember it every time. I know. I was, like, like, laughing by myself, just, like, doing my What thing. are Fred and I next door neighbors? That's everyone in the family. <laughs> it's so <laughs> funny. Oh, wow. That's like up there in my favorite lines of this book. Um, I'm just going to state that even though nobody else is, 
except for Molly, as you pointed out. I'm so happy for Ron. He never gets anything. I know. Even if we make arguments that he's not exactly the best. Right, player. like, I wouldn't have picked him, but I'm glad... But I'm glad he gets I'm this. I'm happy I'm for so, him. I, he needs this also. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm just gonna be on the record saying I don't think... I don't think either Harry or Ren should Agreed! We, we're, we, 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 we are in agreement. I think we we differ on, like, Who I, we I think, think Neville, but... And I think Dean. Yeah. Um, which I would be totally fine if it was Dean. Yeah. But, um, well, anyway, that's not what my letter's about, so... <clears throat> Dear Harry, <laughs> when have you ever once thought, I'd like to be a prefect? Okay, so no, never. Um, <laughs> but now that Ron has something you don't, you're going to be a prat. Okay, just checking in. <laughs> love, Molly. I don't think there was a lot of love in that letter. There a wasn't. lot of shade I was and sarcasm. I, I just, I felt really upset with Harry for how he reacted, and I felt really bad for Ron. And I, he has a come to Jesus moment later, and I'm like, I know he's having a tough time, I'm not discounting that, but Ron's had a tough time for like 15 years. <laughs> Instead of a letter, I wrote a note that is, um... As follows. You're not wrong, Harry, but this isn't my favorite version of you. <laughs> it helps that Harry is equally as disgusted with himself. Yeah, that does help a lot. Yeah. I like that he feels bad, but he's also, like, kind of rude at the same time. He's like, what does Ron have that I don't have? But that's, I feel like that's so realistic to what we think sometimes in our head. Yeah. Like, if Ron, if you... We're Harry, and Ron got picked for prefect over you. I think this exact same thing, no matter how much... I just, I think I'm mad because it's like, Harry's never once wanted to be prefect. Right, right. Which, which is hard for me to, because I think I would want to be prefect. I would definitely be prefect. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's in my personality. Yeah, like prefect or head girl, both of those things seem like things well, that I would... Well, I think I would, you have to be prefect to become head yeah, girl. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, either way, I think those are things that, like, I would have wanted in school, but I don't know. I don't know if I would have gotten them. I would have achieved them, but I think they were things that, like, I would have had, like, ambitious ambition towards, so I yeah. kind of think I give Harry a little more credit even though he doesn't deserve it, you know? Right. If I, if somebody else had gotten it over me, I would have been mad, like, Harry, but I also would have spent, like, the first four years of school thinking I would have gotten it, and, like, that's what yeah. I would be working towards. Right. But, um, he has never once thought, I want to be prefect. He's only now thinking about it yeah. because Ron got it. And if her, if it, only Hermione had come with it and they didn't know who the other, he wouldn't have been he as upset. Have upset. He might have been like, oh. I think it is worse though because it's the two of them and now he's on the outside. He already felt alienated about them. Like it's yeah. coming off of those I chapters. know why he's feeling the way he is. I just think that he's, I, this is where I'm like, I don't appreciate, I'm not like there with you in your anger. Oh, I agree. He's definitely in the wrong yeah. here. Other times, even if he's like in the wrong, other times I'm like, I'm with you in your anger. I'm not here for it this time. Yeah, that's and true. It's also my my love for Ron is really coming through right now. <laughs> I feel, I like am jumping on this Ron bandwagon yeah. here. I really feel like he, like I just don't know that Ron could make it through the rest of the series without this. Right. Like, if it had been Harry and Hermione, I just don't think he oh could have God, done it. Oh, my would have been awful. I don't think he could have done it. And now, uh, my other note was just like, and now you're being mean to Hermione on top of it. Or, we, not mean, weird with Hermione on top of it. <laughs> it's like having a moment. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
what is going on with you, Harry? <laughs> like, this little monster version of you. But Harry hates himself so much that it, like, yeah. this is so... <laughs> the monster inside of him. I have a lot of long notes about... I still have more notes about this whole prefect business. Yeah. Okay. You go. Uh, oh, no. I'm actually done with that. Oh, okay. So keep going. Why well, just... Unless I'm, like, greatly misunderstanding what a prefect is, um, why would you think you would get it? That's kind of what I was saying. Or, like... Because yeah. Harry's like, if I had thought about it, I would have certainly thought it was me and not Ron. I'm like, first of all, there's three other gentlemen that are up for it besides the two of you. Well, I think he's saying if... I if think I he's saying 50-50. Yeah, because I think Harry makes a great point that Ron and him in terms of are like, like equal. are equal in terms of troublemaking and scholastic ele- right. excellence. Um so like if anything Harry who is the like more of the hero should be the prefect. I get what he's saying. It's a horrible thought. It's like but also I'm like that makes it even like you shouldn't get it even more so because you are the one always like doing like all this extra extracurricular so which yeah. is not good. Yeah. And like Ron is usually like following along which again I don't think Ron is like the best candidate for it but I do think Ron is probably better off than Harry and like the job is literally to enforce rules be a mentor to younger students and like help aid teachers. That's, like, my understanding of what a prefect is. Oh, God. I wouldn't have wanted to be a prefect so bad. And, like, neither of them fit that. But, no. But, like, Harry is, like, more the one, like, going off and, like, doing his own thing to yes. break rules. And Ron is almost always there with him. But, like... I, yeah. I personally think they're both even. I think it's, yeah. like... I think it's a, like, a participation trophy a little bit for Ron. Yeah. But, like, one that he needs. Right. Um, And also... Particularly because Ron doesn't get the acknowledgement of doing all of the hero stuff that Harry does. Right. So, like, this is, like, his version of that. Um, I'm on Tonks and how amazing she is. <laughs> um, yeah, I just said the party is sweet and a good send-off. So, yeah, basically at Tonks. Yeah. I just um, like that they're doing this little yeah. party thing. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I lacked a few of the qualifications, like the ability to behave myself. I love Tonks so much. Yeah, I love Tonks as Ginny's, like, older sister with the red hair. Yeah, and, like, she's a little bit of a troublemaker. Oh, God. What a, what a great Hufflepuff we got. See, that's, I kind of thought you'd be more, like, on that boat, like, because, like, kind of pushing the rules a little bit more, like, more like a Tonks in the whole prefect situation. Um, not in high school, where they are. I think definitely where I am now, and I would uh, personally would like to be more like Tonks. (laughs) Um, but I was definitely a rule follower, definitely a cause girl. I was, you know, I had the... More of um, a Hermione then. I was more of a... I was definitely more of a Hermione. And I, like, you know, I was in peer counseling, and I ate lunch with teachers and helped yeah, them Yeah, I grade. was a teacher's pet. Yeah, you know, like, definitely. Like, sat front row in every class. Like, there was no... I was not cool enough to be Tonks in high school. I think yeah. I've grown to maybe attempt to be a little bit of a Tonks now. I'm um, still Hermione, and I'm, like, fine with it. Right. <laughs> but, like, I never, like, was great at being... Like, I was Hermione, but I wasn't... It wasn't right for me. <laughs> No, I, I, I yeah, need to I think, metamorph into something different. Yeah. And I obviously met you in college, so Yeah. Um, where I feel like you were embracing more of like the Tonks part. Yeah, it took me and, until like, wanting my scene... to do like more 
like outgoing and like not necessarily like what's expected. Right. Um, it took me until senior year of high school to realize I didn't have to sit in the front of the class. But you also couldn't see, so you like that's, literally needed that's to. That's fair. I but, didn't sit in the front row ever, but always. <laughs> Even in college, but that was more like also like learning disabilities, like I needed to focus yeah, if I, I was to gonna be up there. pass. <laughs> um um, Lupin failing to control the rest of the Marauders. I know. And being like, I was a, pre-. like, uh, and then their little banter series being like, this guy was yeah, a prefect. Couldn't get us in line. Ah! <laughs> Meanwhile, if Remus had even a little bit been like, all right, enough. Serious would have been like, I know. Cool. It's fine. <laughs> and James would have done anything that Sirius had told him. Exactly. Um, I think Harry's, like, such a good little business helper. He, like, helps seal that deal for Forge. Or he's yeah. like, oh, watch out for Mad Eye. Okay, quick, 10 gallons. <laughs> Loved it. Um, but this little bit about Lupin and Sirius and Tonks, this is what I was saying earlier about how we get so much little details yeah. about characters that are fundamental for me. Like, I Definitely. think about this moment so I much. think about Lupin being the prefect Lupin. and not telling them what to do all the time. Me too. It's yeah. fundamental for me as Lupin's character, especially on top of the fact that we see, like we were just discussing, like, he could have easily asked Sirius not to do it. Right. Oh, I love that. I love that about Luke. And James. And James. Right, exactly. And fuck Peter. I don't... Talk about the rat. Um, I had another prefect line just about what Kingsley's saying. I was like, I think it's really sweet that Kingsley's like, I think it would... I would have given it to Potter. I would have showed confidence. I'm like, that's like really nice. But like, that's not a good reason to be prefect. Is because you feel bad and want to give them confidence. Although he does do that, I think, for Ron, but like, I just was like, that's like not a reason to be prefect. (laughs) We're really stuck on this prefect. I I am definitely stuck on it. (laughs) No, no, and I like, no, I like, I have to, I'm like, five notes. Not be prefect. But, um, um, I have like a little bit of a diversion from this. I think that might have been my last one. I say, um, this is still at the dinner table, though. Harry has a bisexual panic when Mrs. Weasley is like, don't you think he would be better with short hair? Harry's like, um, I don't know. Why but would I've you barely ask- noticed his hair before, like, so. Why would you ask me? <laughs> the answer is no, also. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, so funny. I like the Podmore Easter egg, um, where yeah. Moody's like, Podmore hasn't returned my cloak. I'm at the Moody stuff. I don't know if that's, if you're there yet. Um, I just had another note about yeah. that Mrs. Weasley moment. Oh. <laughs> it would just, it, Bell. Uh, about Belle. Um, it reminds me of that, like, mean girls moment where she's like, tell him his hair looks sexy pushed back. <laughs> anyway, keep going. Um, just, like, thoughts on Moody showing Harry the picture. Like, I thought it was kind of nice, and Harry took it, like, the badly, which I, I understand why. I think why. it's triggering. Like, I understand clearly- why Harry took it that way, but I also thought, like, Moody's intention. I, like, I, I, I like, I love Moody in that Like, moment. I think I would have liked to have seen that. Even if it, I'd been in the same situation as Harry, I think, like, oh, it's yeah. kind of, like, nice to see, like, what the order was like before, even though it's, like, really awful. It's, yeah. like, I don't know. I, I didn't think it was as bad as Harry. Like, Harry was like, why would he do that? Like, he was, like, mad about it. Yeah, and I think that's definitely, like, PTSD talking. Yeah. And also, like, especially with his recent 
um, yeah. brush with death and people dying because of this war. I think... Yeah, I'm not mad at Harry for no, this. No, me either. I just... I, I think you're, I think he... It, it, this moment made me sad because, one, I love getting to see the Order and all yeah. of that stuff. But, two, um, I really understand where Harry's coming from in that he was like, oh, I, this is way... And I wasn't ready I wasn't. For he wasn't ready to be hit by it because I don't think he usually gets that... Yeah. Attacked by emotion, and I think he's just in a really bad spot. Of he's feeling very emotional today. Right now. I And I do think it would have stuck with me the way it's stuck... I think it would have stuck with me the same way it sticks with him, where it's, like, seeing them all happy, like, not knowing what's going to happen. Like, because I go into these bad rabbit holes of, like, reading about these, like, traumatic stories on the internet. I'm like, why the fuck am I reading this right now? But And it sticks with me, but I, like, like reading that kind of stuff. So yeah. I think I would have, like liked reading about it but it would have stuck with me like it's sticking with harry i also think it's just like it's a bleak look at the future like both foreshadowing because like and yeah let's look at what happens with this order yeah Yeah. it's oh god like and uh, i before we get to what i uh, am about to say um we get Marlene McKinnon and Dorcas, which I don't know if you remember, but um, when we were casting our Marauders TV show, um, they were the two that you were like, are they even like characters? And they're not. We get them here, but they are... Oh, great. They are, I did not pick up on that. They're huge in fan fiction, and I've been reading a lot of Marauders lately. So um, this actually hit me a little bit harder because I have definitely, I definitely have personalities associated with them. So, um, but, uh, I think it's really nice, um, reading this bit that the Marauders fandom have given them full stories because we only hear that their whole families died. And I just think it's really great that they've sort of been immortalized in fan fiction. Yeah. Um, and that they've been given actual characters and plots and I just think that's really cool. Um... I'm um, glad you pointed that out, because now that you say it, I'm like, oh yeah, I kind of remember. I mean, you. Yeah. I only know it because I read so much fan yeah. fiction. Those names wouldn't mean anything because to you. Because I was like, when you mentioned them, I was like, but were they ever mentioned as like friends of the Potters like in the flashbacks? Mm-hmm. But now, like, it makes sense. Because they are mentioned in the series, which you yeah. said you thought they were, but then mm-hmm. I was like, but they weren't in that flashback scene. Right. But no. Yeah. That was, that's... Good on that fan picture while we're picking up on that. Yeah, me too. I really, I really like it. Um, unfortunately, Benji, I haven't heard a lot about Benji and fan Wow, he gets the worst of it. But I, um, because of this book, because of five, I've been, I start, I planned a, I planned a Marauders fan fiction. With I could she at the forefront? Not at the forefront, but I, after he's reading there. this, I was like, he's definitely going to be yeah. in it just because he needs to. Um... Oh, Molly's twin brothers. Yeah, which, which is we not never, acknowledged. Yeah, which I think is like an afterthought. Yeah, the Pruitt, that. Fabian, and um, Gideon. Gideon and Fabian. Yeah, um, they're also a lot in fan fiction, and so that's what you said, which yeah. is great, which is fun um, to get a little bit of them. And so then my next note was, I desperately need a Marauder story. Yeah. I want it. I want it. I do too. I want it to be written by JK and I need it. This made me want it so much more. Just this picture. Um, I'm just at like Molly. I'm not quite at Molly. Just, well, yes, I am. I just mostly about their post 
picture discussion about how it's not going to be like that this time. And like that horrifying thought, it is exactly like that. All of them are dead. All of them. Like Molly and Arthur, again, like lone survivors of this. It's. Yeah. Yeah, well, just also, like, an awful scene just, to walk in on of, like, Harry coming into that. Oh, like. yeah. De- oh, Harry's, like, reaction to seeing Ron is... Yeah. Um, I always get mad at Harry for not, like, helping out. I'm like, you know how to defeat a Bogart. And then, like, on my second read-through, like, literally today, I realized he's not allowed to do magic. He literally just went to a hearing <laughs> yeah. to be like, you can't do magic outside of school. Because I'm always like, why doesn't he, like... Get rid of the bomb yeah. for her. I'm always, like, angry. I'm like, where's your, like, survival instincts, Harry, like, that you normally have? And then I, like, was like, oh, right. Oh, right. He actually learned from his... He learned from his mistakes. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I... In a horrible, unfortunate way, I love that Harry's in Mrs. Weasley's rotation. Oh, no, I think it's so sweet. Um, in a more horrible way, the twins being in there is a real fuck you to me and everyone else. To me too. That's what I meant, to me and everyone else. That's like, to everyone in the world, JK Rowling, that's a pretty big fuck you. Um, I I guess kind of in an effective way, I was like, I'm really glad that this scene happens and like that they kind of do this redemption for Molly because it helps explain her like babying them so much and being like yeah. so extra about being protective. Um, I think it's, like, really great. And, like, that Harry kind of sees it. He's, like, like this really is upsetting to Harry, obviously. Yeah. But it's, um, I think it's a really good that they include it and, like, kind of include, like, how serious it is um, to be in the order. Yeah. Um, even more than just the picture, it's, like, we're now in present day looking at, like, present day people. Right. Oh, gosh, so sad. <laughs> and a good moment between Sirius and Molly. It kind of helps mend that when he's like, Percy will come around. Like, I'm glad that Sirius is there because, like, you know, they have their, their tension. Me too. But I liked everything that you were saying about, like, that conversation and how... And just they have so much hope, which is the most heartbreaking part. They're like, we are we are ahead this time. We know yeah. more this time. It's not going to be like last time. And it's just so devastating. Yeah. Well, you know, not everybody dies. Mundungus Fletcher survives. Why would you say that to me? <laughs> I was just thinking about the, who was at the table. Yeah. And of the adults, he's I the only like one. I feel like Lupin is going to get me more this time. <laughs> I'm already, like... Because, <laughs> like, serious, I'm always prepared to be, like... It's But they spend more time on it, too. Yeah, Lupin's going to wreck me this time. Like, we through. get to grieve Sirius' death in the series. Right, I never get to grieve Lupin. Yeah. Or Tonks, but right. Tonks is, l- like, more so because this read has made me adore Lupin so much. Right. I He's already in my top five, but more so. Let's not bring up the top five again. <laughs> it's stressful. <laughs> Only for you. And for you. You go into a dither about who's yes, in your top Yes, but ranking five. is important to me. It's, this is the Ravenclaw part of me. I need everything in its place. Um... And then I have a nice thought for my last note. Lupin and Sirius adopting all of the orphan children. Oh, yeah. We won't let them starve. <laughs> and then crazy Uncle Mad Eye. <laughs> Yikes. No. Can you imagine if he was left to raise <laughs> I mean, raise them. They're like practically raised. Right, but, but yeah. 
<sighs> also, like, Bill can take care of them. No. Lupin and Sirius. <laughs> I need uh, my dog dads to take care of everything. He, uh, Bill's a little doggy. That's true. His little pupper. All of those puppers together. Um, but I don't have any more notes. I'm me either. <laughs> All right, so that was great. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Did you have a quiz? Hogwarts, Hogwarts, hoggy, hoggy, Hogwarts, teach us something, please. Quiz, 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 quiz. Mm, yes, I did. Um, speaking of... What's happening? I'm trying to find it. Oh, speaking of Dorcas Meadows, what happened to her? Um... She lost her whole family. Like, they killed them all. They massacred them all, right? Is that Marlene? I'm getting them confused. Um. Jeez. I got so excited about writing that note that I missed the detail. I was worried that you'd get it too easily. No, because they don't talk. I read a lot of pre-war marauders. Keep going. Tell me the answer. Um, Voldemort killed her personally. That just makes her seem like such a badass. Honestly, if you knew it, like, I know you don't read, but like, if you knew like that, that just like ripped me apart. Dorcas is so good. So good. She's like a mixture between Lupin and Luna, usually like, like somehow combined, like she's a little off, but like, is like a badass and like very nerdy, extremely nerdy. Like she doesn't have the cool factor of Lupin, but she is a badass. Um... And so what just about thinking about lamp. What did you have a quiz? Um Yes, I think. I thought I had one at least. Um And I did not, so So I, we'll just leave it on that. I swear to God Oh, I my quiz question was going to be, what is the title of the defense book for this year? Something Theory by Slinkheart. Yeah. Defensive Theory, I think. I didn't write it you down. You didn't write it down. <laughs> Classic. I was really rushing to do these notes, so I did, like, I, like, was thinking of my question and didn't have time to write down the answer because I was too busy writing down notes. Defensive Magical Theory by Wilbert Slinkard. And remember the Slinkard. Um, I upped my points while talking about it. Not that I I didn't. I thought you were, uh, doing that. Yeah. I don't, I just kind of did it based off the last chapter, so originally I was like in the 75 range, but I upped it to 94 points because I like this chapter a lot. My points are 101 Dalmatians. Yeah. Um, 101 dog dads. <laughs> Who is your champ? I don't know. I feel like, abo- like this seems like a very like, I love everyone kind of chapter. Yeah. So my champ is the order. Okay. I gave mine to Molly because yeah. I liked how, like, cool, like, she was just, like, really great about Ron and, mm-hmm. like, this, obviously, at the end. And I felt like 
I was really hard on her mm-hmm. and like and not saying like it wasn't unwarranted but I was like I want to give her a win because I do like Molly and I do yeah. think that she has like the best heart and like yeah um, is like such a great mother um even if she is like extra protective and mm-hmm. like a little bit sexist <laughs> with their children right um I think that like she's so scared and is trying to do the best she can in this like really scary world with like a million children. <laughs> agreed, agreed. And also like this is a reminder that Molly has gone through a lot, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah, she's a great champ. I I think I was struggling to find reason other than I felt bad for her yeah. to make her my champ, but I think that's really well said. I must be Ron, but I was like he got his badge. He so. got his prefect badge. That's why. My rat is Harry. My rat is the Bogart. Oh, okay. I think Harry recognizing his own fault, because as we were talking about earlier, that is like a big thing for me. And I think him recognizing that really made it. Yeah. The last line, he was like, barely an hour ago, he had been worried about a joke shop and who had gotten a prefix badge. I think that's important, but he doesn't really get over the prefect thing, like, later in the series, or in this book. And so I'm like... I appreciate this, and I appreciate you not liking how you're feeling, but I also, I also didn't like how you were <laughs> acting, so he's my rat. Hey, sometimes he deserves it. Do you want to tell the listeners what chapter's next? The next chapter is Luna Lovegood. Big old chapter 10. Back I'm on the so train. so excited. More uh, isolation for Harry. <laughs> Uh, stay magical. Charmed, I'm sure. Mischief managed. Bum, 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 bum. Thank you for listening to another episode. Um, if you can take a moment and just find us on social media, that would be wonderful. We're Potter Watch on Facebook, Real Potter Watch on Twitter. And on Instagram, we are Podcast Potter Watch, as well as our email, podcastpotterwatch at gmail.com. Please feel free to communicate with us at any time. About any topic. <laughs> um, and most importantly, please um, give us a review on iTunes. This really helps people find out about the podcast. Um, we appreciate all the reviews, and, and it helps us, um, you know, get a better idea of how we're doing as podcast hosts. Thank you so much. We really appreciate it.